Today is the last day of April, thank fuck. Which means that as of from tomorrow, I can drink beer and whiskey and wine and eat whatever the fuck I want. Now, as I've said before, I'm not going to draw on about it here. I'm going on a food-only diet as of tomorrow, which basically means I'm back to eating plants and animals like a normal person. I'm continuing on with my not eating processed shit. I'm limiting my alcohol intake and all that jazz. And we're just going to give that a lash and see how that goes. But what I want to talk about today is, I suppose, the psychological and physiological elements of the experiment that was eating meat and nothing but meat for the month of April. Meat and eggs, to be more precise. A little bit of butter. Within the last two weeks, I had to start putting butter on stuff because it was either that or not finish it out. And I was always going to finish it out. And a little side note, there's something to that. There's something about going kind of all in on something. Because if I had said to myself, I was just going to give up processed foods. A third of the way in or maybe halfway in or two thirds of the way in at some point I would have started to fall off it like I did with the meat diet but because I went so extreme because I went and went meat only nothing else what happened was three weeks in when I kind of fell off a little I started adding butter. But, I mean, that's a fucking minor infraction in comparison to saying I was going to give up processed foods and, you know, I started eating processed foods towards the end. So there's, an L, there's, a, there's a buffer there. Like, when you, when you do something extreme and you fail, you've still gone all in on something. You just haven't done it to the max. So there's utility in overreaching to a degree, provided you don't overreach and then just fall flat on your face in the first 10 minutes. But anyway, as I said, that's an aside. Back to the difference between what's psychological and what's physiological. Just to get a definition of terms, anything that's psychological is just to do with the mind, basically. It's what you're thinking. Anything that's physiological is to do with your body. And that could be at the cellular level, at the cardiovascular level, at the nervous level, or it doesn't matter what level. It's, it's the body. So the body and the mind, physiological, psychological. And what eating nothing but meat for the month of April showed me along the way was that it wasn't an ex- and it wasn't a physiological experiment per se, which is what I, which is kind of what I signed up for. It was far more a psychological experiment. Now, to be fair, it was both. The body went on. The body underwent a huge physiological change. And that change was the lack of certain foods as opposed to the only eating meat thing. Like I ate nothing but meat and eggs for the month of April. But a better way of describing that was I didn't eat any processed foods or any carbs of any kind. Full stop. So it's it's two ways of looking at the same thing. Again, it's a referencing thing. It depends on what angle you look at these things because... Things aren't always just one thing. It depends on what angle that you're looking at them for. Like that classic example of the number on the ground. One guy is standing one side of it pointing at it saying, it's a six. And the other guy is the far side of it saying, it's a nine. They're both right. Okay, It just depends on your perspective. Now just to pull right back to the start from to before April. Before, before April started and I had decided to do this. The reason that I wanted to do this for April, the reason I wanted to conduct this experiment, psychological or physiological or both or otherwise, the reason that I wanted to do do it in the first place was I appreciated that I have what's colloquially known as a, as a sweet tooth. But what I would describe more accurately, I would argue, 
as a sugar addiction. And I was, and it was a habit thing, as it was a habitual thing as well. I was eating out of habit. I was eating to kill time. I was eating because I was bored. I was eating because I was satisfying cravings. I, like up until April of this year, it's probably been years since I've actually been hungry. Like it's not, it's not insane because I was just in the habit of eating all the time. And if you're in the habit of eating all the time, how would you ever be hungry? Now, don't get me wrong. I would have been hungry on occasion but very rarely and it would have been because I lost myself in my work I'd be fucking doing a, a 12 hour shift and I go fuck I haven't got lunch yet bollocks oh Jesus that's what that pain in my head and my stomach is but anyway I digress as usual the reason for for going on this diet was to knock me off my sugar buzz basically it was to get me out of those habits and it was to I suppose just curb my addiction slightly I went cold turkey in relation to carbs generally and refined sugars and simple sugars and all, and all that nonsense and alcohol as well I was drinking ahead of myself um, now don't get me wrong I'm not it's not as though I've given up alcohol forever and given up processed foods forever but I'm going to be a hell of a lot more mindful and it's not going to be just a daily thing it's not going to be something that I do habitually but when I started I wanted to do something extreme I wanted to take advantage, I wanted to hack the machinery of our, of our bodies and our minds because I'm aware of, a phenomen, of, I'm aware of the phenomenon of fad diets. They don't tend to work, but people love them. And what I tried to do was capitalize on the love bit. So I, I said I was going to do this extreme thing and that, that made something about it. It made almost like an occasion of it. It made it a bit of a big deal as far as I was concerned because there's no story in... Uh, and he cracks on, oh, yeah, yeah, I've reduced my calorie intake and I've cut out um, processed foods from my diet. Oh, okay, well, fair play, well done. As opposed to, and he cracked on, oh, jeez, oh, I do actually, yeah, I'm doing nothing but eating meat for the month of April. You're doing what? What the fuck? Have you got the runs? Have you got headaches? Have you got diarrhea? Have you fucking got a constipation? Like, fucking, tell me more. What are you doing? If you're a lunatic. Do you not need vitamins and shit? It, there's, just, there's a bit of a story to it. There's a bit of a background to it. There's, there's just something to it. Now, I didn't do it for that purpose. I just hijacked the utility of having something to talk about and conducting an experiment of sorts. And that suits me. And that this where I'm getting closer to what I want to talk about now is is that there's different types of people, okay? And I mean that psychologically and physiologically. So psychologically, okay, in the mind, I'm a bit of an extremist, okay? I could have gotten into fitness when I was younger and I could have gotten into martial arts and I could have trained and that could have been great. But no, 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 no. I had to go into it fucking head first. I wanted to compete at the highest level. I wanted to be locked inside a cage for a referee to go with a limited rule set. Fight, you know, no eye gouging, no fish hooking, no uh, hair pulling, no small joint manipulation, none of that, but everything else goes, basically. That's what I wanted, in front of a fucking crowd with pyrotechnics and the fucking works. Because it's extreme, and there's something about that extremeness that, that I'm drawn to as a person. And even the fucking podcast, like, hundreds of thousands of people have podcasts all over the world, but they don't upload fucking every day or 10 episodes a day or do multiple series running at the same time or talk to people for four hours on end. Like, And again, that's, that's just me. I couldn't have just set up any regular business. I had to go and fucking set up a microgreens factory, first of its kind in the world. And that, again, that's just me. And 
not everybody's like that. So what I did was extreme and that suited my extreme psychological tendencies. But it would be a terrible idea for somebody who's not extreme, for somebody who's just a straight up conservative. What they want is a daily food plan and they want to restrict their calories and have their water intake right and they want to be getting in their steps and, and all that jazz. And there's no right or wrong here. Well, sorry, there is. There is right and wrong here. For me to do that kind of a diet, the latter, that's wrong for me because I just be bored out of my mind. It's, it's, it, there's not enough something in it. I don't know what it is, but there's just not enough of it. And likewise, what I did would be the worst idea in the world for somebody who's not as extreme as me. And there's benefits of being extreme, but there's also a downside. And regardless if you're a really placid, timid person or you're a fucking nutcase or anything in between, you reap the benefits and you pay the price. Okay, so the extremeness, I suppose, brings a certain elevated, elevatedness to my being generally. It, I don't know what I... It's like my life is a little bit like a roller coaster, but there's highs and there's fucking lows. More conservative people, people who are a bit more balanced maybe and not as extreme, they don't tend to have the highs, but they don't tend to have the lows. They tend to kind of tip along in the middle. And, you know, that could be, that could be advisable for them. It's not advisable for me. That would bore me to fucking tears. I wouldn't like that. Now, my life can be a little bit too extreme on the up and a little bit too extreme on the down and I have to be mindful of that because I've gone down way too far before and I've probably been way too high before as well so I have to I have to curb my extremeness to a degree I can't let myself go fully or at least I can't feel like I can let myself go or I feel I shouldn't let myself go because letting yourself go in an extreme way I suppose there's an element of you know not caring about your family not caring about your business doing that kind of way and you don't want to become too extreme you don't want to become a caricature of yourself which is what social media does to us which i explained in, a, in a, an episode not that long ago but on the physiological end of things there's another difference between people and there's loads of different differences i mean some of us are tall some of us are short some of us are fucking broad and skinny and fast and slow and strong and there's a million and one different ones but the one that i want to focus on now is is fat is body fat okay so with me personally I put fat on all over my body, okay? So if I was to put on 10 pounds of fat, okay, it'd be, the best way I could describe it is if you were to get 10 pounds of paint and you were to paint me head to toe, that's what I would look like if I put on 10 pounds of fat. I'd put weight on on my arms, on my neck, on my face, on my chest, on my back, on my stomach, on my sides, on my legs, on my fucking feet, practically putting on on my fingers. And that's just me, it's just the way I'm designed. Other people then, they'll just put it all around their gut, or they'll have, you know, a, a spare tire effect. And some, some fellas get like bitch tits instead of getting a belly. And different people put on fat in different ways. And the beauty of putting it on everywhere is you get away with it. Like I could put on 20 kilo, or I could put on 20 pounds of excess fat and I won't look fat. I look, I don't know, burlier if that's the right term or stockier. I look like I'll have filled out slightly. You could, you could be forgiven for thinking I've been lifting weights. And that's great because you get away with it. But it's terrible because you get away with it. What happens then is what happens me is what happened me. 
I got to a certain point when I kind of looked myself in the mirror and it was the fattest I'd ever been in my life by a fucking long shot. Because when you put weight on everywhere, you don't really notice it. So it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. And the same can be said for if you put it all on your gut. You can't put on a fucking pound without you getting a bit of a belly. And that's fucking sickening. Nobody wants that. But at least you get that early warning sign. I could, put on, I could be putting on two pound every week for fucking 12 weeks and not notice. And that's not a good thing because by the time you realise there's a problem, it's like, Jesus, it's not that you've put on a pound or two, it's you've put on 10 or 20 pounds. It's like, fuck. And then other people who just put it on in their belly, for example, they'll notice it straight away, but they have to live with that. They have to live with fucking, you know, not being able to fucking indulge in anything because they'll end up with a fucking pot belly. And there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. There just is. And there's just something to being aware of the, of the differences in people from a psychological and a physiological point of view. We're different. Now, there's a lot more crossover than there is difference, but the differences matter. And I suppose the reason that I'm even talking about any of this is just to raise the awareness, raise my own awareness first and foremost. As always, any time that I'm fucking monologuing like this, it might seem like I'm fucking you know, preaching to an audience, but my audience is myself. I need to, I, I need this. This is a form of fucking talk therapy for me. Again, getting back to the kind of extreme nature of, of my being. A normal person can just write a diary. A normal person can, you know, chat with their missus about things. And don't get me wrong, I, I do that as well. And I do, I don't keep a diary, but I do write. And that helps. But what I'm doing here now is just fucking brilliant for me. And I hear, not directly to be honest, but I hear through the grapevine that a lot of people get a lot of benefit from it. I do hear it directly to a degree, but for the most part, I hear other people tell me how other people have told them how much they're enjoying it and how much they get from it. And fucking happy days. I've said it 101 times before and I'll say it in closing now. The reason that I do this entire thing is for selfish reasons. And if anybody else gets a benefit out of it, then fucking all the better. Happy days. And on that note, I'll chat to you soon.